Better get ready for round one. Better get ready for round one. Better get ready. Welcome back to Three Dads Talking About Anime. I am Chest, aka Chest. Who else is with me this evening? Oh, and I'm Ben. That's right. We are the Three Dads Talking About Anime. We are. Oh, ah, yikes! Ooh, little echo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you, if you've noticed, the scenery is different. I you didn't, didn't but that's that's. I okay. did notice. You did notice. <laughs> no, I noticed too. I'm in my uh, I'm in my living room because mm. my children are with my parents, their grandparents. If you're doing the math at home, and that means that I can be as loud as I want in my own like living space instead of being in nice. a different location. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I miss the camper. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's so cold. I love the camper. It's a good recording space. It's like tight enough. There's no echo. It's great, but mm. it's freezing. Yeah, I bet you can't like light a fire in there. Oh, you could. <laughs> it would burn it down, but you could. Nothing yeah. stopping you, actually. How freezing right. is it there? I mean, come on. So comparatively to the Midwest, it's definitely not as cold. Yeah. However. We do have a snow warning in effect. So oh, no. So. I know the whole state will be shut down. I'm not joking. Like they don't know what to do with snow. It's like the, it's like the weather drops a bomb on you and everyone freaks out. They're just like, what, what do we do? And I'm like, yeah. the guys, it's it's not even an inch. You're going to be fine. And everybody loses their mind. Everybody <laughs> loses their mind. <laughs> that's a good that's a, a very an apt quote to throw in there i've never i've never seen someone throw a batman quote in so perfectly it was a good mm. impression too. i don't think i've ever done that one before thanks for paving the way chest <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome anything ah. for you so how 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 are y'all any fun tidbits mm. January 2024. So, yeah, it's our first episode that we're recording in the new year. It's mm-hmm. a big deal. And and fun fact, it's it's actually coming out. Sorry to cut you off, Cole. We're recording it in the new year. This is coming out on Monday, folks. Like this That's is fun. just multiple days away. It's very close. Very close. So, Cole, sorry. You said, oh, and then I just pulled those over you. Well, all that I know when it's coming out, this won't make any sense. Um, anyway, so <laughs> <clears throat> I stayed up till midnight, like most people do, and only one of my family members stayed up with me. Does anyone want to guess who it was? The dog. No. It was my older my oldest son. Mm. So he we all watched the movie together. It was about eleven o'clock. My wife fell, was gonna fall asleep. So I was like, what are we gonna do for an hour? And then I said, 
hey, son, you want to watch a new show? And he said, Ooh. yes, I do. Now, do you want to guess what show that was? Uh, it's lost. one we've covered on the podcast. Burning Kabaddi. That we haven't covered on the podcast at the same oh. time. Oh, um... It hasn't been released yet, is what I mean. Is it MASH? Yeah. We started <laughs> MASH together. Oh, that's which, great. Which I can't get into, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, there's nothing really that offensive in that show because he's not going to understand no. the, the, the dark undertones. And it's just kind of goofy. And he loved it. But yes. Yeah. That's, that's a great choice. It's like a goofy Harry Potter. Yeah. It's a good idea. So preview, if you want to watch uh, MASH, you can listen in with us as we go through it in the summer of 2026. That might be what it is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not that far away, but yeah. Remind me that I had an epiphany when we talk about MASH just now. That doesn't make sense to share right now. (laughs) Oh, like like whenever we next record MASH, remind you, you had, okay. Okay. So in the future, folks, that. you're gonna you're gonna hear this. Epiphany. We gotta write yep. this down because I'm not gonna remember. Yes, has to do with the Harry Potter our. comment. I don't remember many things, but I remember weird things like this. Mm-hmm. I will I will remember this. You do, you do. Okay. You've done it's that true, with right? Like yeah. What is Ben's name? I don't know that, but hey, you had an epiphany about goofy Harry Potter. Yeah, don't forget. Boom. Yep, I already forgot it. It's true. <laughs> oh man. I'm trying to think. I haven't done this, so unless it might get canceled, that'd be that'd be sad. But we're going to a special orchestra date on Saturday. That was fun. We get a little date oh, getaway. I've yeah, never our, been to an orchestra. Really? Like a symphony? You never been to a symphony? Mm, no. So Powell loves them. I also love them, but she's 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 very musical, so she appreciates it a lot better. You know, when you know something's going on, you just mm-hmm. you enjoy it more. Oh yeah. Um it's like sports. If you don't know the rules, it's fun, yes. but you, you probably don't understand what's happening. And when people go like, whoa, you're like, that was cool, I guess. Um, yeah, there's but, subtle, there's subtleties in the game. I'm sure there's subtleties in music, too. Exactly. I mm. always am asking her, like, symphonies don't typically have singers, but if we're listening to a singer or, like, someone that's really good, I'm like, are they good? Because to me, they sound good. And she'll be able to tell me, like, yeah, they're good or... You know, this is kind of off because she's classically trained. No big deal. That's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But my work was giving away free tickets to one of the city's Winston-Salem's official symphony because since I work with refugees, um, the the pieces are comprised to represent a refugee's journey, like the uncertainty going over troubled waters is the theme, so figuratively and literally. Um, mm. So it's pretty cool. So they gave away free tickets to us as an organization uh, to have some of the employees go see it. And so I snagged two tickets to go see it. Snag. I did. I snagged them. I think it was the first one to claim them. Did they play but, Over Troubled Waters by Garfunkel? Well, they haven't played yet, so I'll request oh. it when I, oh, when good. I show up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I actually like that song a lot. Yeah. Here's Mary. Yes, we have a request from the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know much about symphonies, but I know they do that. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, gosh. How obnoxious would I be? That's so funny. Yeah. Well, please please be that guy. I mean, I want to hear that story later. 
I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> that oh, horrible. Be a good story. Be a good story, though. <laughs> be a good story. You remember when you ruined the entire Winston-Salem orchestra? Um, Yeah, that's it. Very low-key week. Nice. That's, that's all I got. But if that's all we got, I'm pretty excited about tonight, so I'm just going to dive right in here. Same. Same. So the reason we're doing this particular episode um, is because I think it's the 8th. This is actually probably the most quote-unquote relevant like releasing that we'll have Dever done where it's like releasing before something so to speak we are this episode releases on the 7th and then on the 8th if you are a street fighter fan you can participate in a fun new thing that's not how announcers talk i don't say thing but um street <laughs> fighter is doing a collaboration with spy x family how fun is that mm. now I don't know if any of you listeners know, but we have some large and in charge Street Fighter fans on this show. Mm. Am I incorrect? I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. I think yeah. you're overestimating <laughs> some of us, but no, you're, you're right. We have at least one extreme fan. Uh-huh. We have one large fan, and we have one moderate fan wow easy on the jokes buddy (laughs) (laughs) wade is nothing to joke about but he is a particularly enthusiastic person in all respects Mm -hmm. ben you're a huge street fighter fan a huge one you love it yeah i do i do it's 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 probably your your (laughs) largest redeeming quality (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those i don't know how to take that but thanks um yeah so what do you think about this pairing is this a weird pairing for you to see come across the street fighter universe you feel like oh this is strange but cool i mean you think of like street fighter has not done a lot of this kind of thing but then you look at something like mortal Kombat where they're bringing yeah. in everyone. And I'm just like, yeah. why doesn't Street Fighter do that? Because it's fun. Everybody's like, oh, I can be a predator. I can be Leonardo. I can be Ronald McDonald. You know what I mean? Like, they're just bringing in. <laughs> I want to see the, um, what's the, what's the, what's the f- fatality of Ronald yeah. McDonald? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. You don't want to see that. Yeah, there's. I don't. <laughs> Never eat a French fry again. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know that could go there. <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, Street Fighter is not like Mortal Kombat. It is much more family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite as brutal. Um, yeah. So they're doing your versus Chun Li was like the teaser mm-hmm. trailer for oh, so uh, cool. yours appearance in um, Street Fighter. I don't know if that means that your how long this will be in there. I'm not familiar with like video game cameos. I don't know if this is like permanent download or if it's like, we're doing this for a season or I don't know. But if you're a street fighter person, check it out. I'm sure it'll Mm. be fun. So in light of that, I had the idea uh, and then these guys ran with it and made it actually happen because I'm terrible with execution um, of why don't we do what every 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 single obnoxious blog on the internet has done and 
do a ranking of things. Hypothetical things. Sorry, if you've done this on your blog, you're not obnoxious. You're enthusiastic, just like us, because we're mm-hmm. obnoxious. Um, we're going to do hypothetical fights. Hypothetical fights yeah, in the are. anime universe. Now, few ground rules. A lot of oh, rules. Great. A lot of rules. Only one rule. Home for dinner. We are only pulling no kicks to the groin. Home for dinner. There you go. No point we, in the uh, hair. <laughs> hey, another another good one. Um, we've only pulled now. It the anime universe is like infinite with characters that you could combinations. Literally, probably is infinite. I haven't done the math, but we could get Johnny to run the numbers. We have stuck with shows that we have covered on the podcast just mm-hmm. to keep it some, you know, some boundaries that we could choose from. And then right, right. we were all supposed to choose matchups. We were then going to digest those lists and like come up with the best <laughs> ones. We didn't do any of that. Cole did nah, all the work. He sure and he did. did it brilliantly. Yes. We looked at his list and we were like, we're not even going to try. This is phenomenal. Amazing. So yep. if you hate it, it's Kolb's fault. If you love mm. it, it, we were we were definitely a part of the selection process. Yeah, we had some input. Yeah, I did. I actually changed <laughs> one of his. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm also gonna put go in the extra mile. I'm actually gonna list the the uh, the showdowns in the podcast description, so you can actually see it. So if Ooh, you're good idea. You're yeah, because why not? This is the first time we're doing an episode like right. This. So they'll yeah. be listed. I don't know if I'll timestamp them. I don't know how much work I'm going to put into that, but I do <laughs> promise I will put the, the fights in there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to list them ahead of time, though, um, uh, right now, because if you've read them, it, they're there, and it just would waste time. So we have 10, 10 fights. Ah. And I'm assuming, gentlemen, we just want to go one through 10, right? 10 being the last one. I'm down for cool. that. Cole, I assumed whatever you did. You have any rhyme or reason to like the listing of these? Because it's your list. Yeah i I wanted to make sure I got a representation from most of the shows that we watched. I didn't want to have double ups of shows or double mm. up of characters. Um, sure. But ranking one through ten, there was no rhyme or reason why I picked the rankings. Cool. So we can go where we can go whatever order you want. Now. I've said all that, and I just realized technically that's not true because there are people on this list that we've not covered. However, every person ah. on this list comes from a show we have referenced mm-hmm. and yes. have watched oh, together. Point. So, right. like, Howard Demon or Slayer us watched. represented, yep. right? Demon Slayer <laughs> represented. No, so that's the better way of putting it. No, there's no shows represented by it that we three have not watched and probably have referenced on the show. There so you go. Demon Slayer is represented, but we've not covered that. Jujutsu Kaisen, we have covered, so that does, that does count. Uh, Full Metal is, is represented. Um, and then that's actually it, I think. Oh, no. Tokyo Revengers is on here, too. Um, yeah, but we've, we've definitely referenced all those. So the question that I have for you two before we get started is, what is the playing field? Are we in a street? Is this like the empty arena on Street Fighter that has no, like, it's just, you know, like the box, like the, the what do you call that space? That's just like gridded and it's just empty white. Um, Tra- training space. 
training space. Is it like that where the like the people that are fighting, there's no interaction, there's no weather to deal with. Um, what do y'all think? I honestly wasn't even considering environment. Like when I'm looking at all of these, I'm just thinking of what each character has to offer. We can add an environment, but I'm just like, oh yeah, this guy. I definitely was thinking like training space, like no weather, no environment. This is just a fight. I was it's no like no mountains, no whatever. People meet on the street. Okay. Specifically said that way. Street fight. Yeah. So street fight, no inclement weather. Inclement? inclement. Like, like you said, show like Chun versus Yor. They're gonna be waiting in the game. Background can be river, but all the states are basically the same. Um, that helps. That helps a lot. Like that, that solidifies some choices that I had made. Um, which is good. Well, yeah. Should we kick it off? I think we should. Speaking of trying to sound something cool, we didn't listen to the theme song before the episode started. Oh my word. I totally forgot. No, no, I, I totally, I was actually going to remind you and then I, um, and then you did. And then I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, you've already heard the theme song. We have obviously just revealed that we have not. So we'll go back and listen to it after we finish recording this. Um, magic of the Internet. Um, we're going to start off with number one. I was actually pretty excited when I saw this one. We yeah. have round one. Is Reiner... And Gearless Joe. Reiner from Attack on Titan versus Gearless Joe from Mega Lobox. Now, Kolb did specify no powers. So I'm assuming that means both and of Joe does not get any mech, little as he has used it. He does not use it much in the show. That's his Mm -hmm. thing. He fights bare bare knuckle. (laughs) Um, And Reiner does not use his Titan powers because obviously if he's the Iron uh, Armor Titan, he is not going to go down to Joe. So this I, is just them meeting on the street. I gave him the title of Gearless Joe. Why would he have gear on? <laughs> Cole, I'm explaining for the listeners at home. <sighs> do you want to do this? Are you, you can, I'm going to put you in a timeout. You have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't he put us in a timeout before. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I I, (laughs) stunned just speechless. That's that's the dad, the dad voice I'd have to use with Issa nowadays. You can have a consequence. That's what we just say for discipline. You can have a consequence. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, I don't want a consequence. It's like, consequence. Stop it it right now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Reiner versus Gearless Joe. So this is in theory a straight human on human fist fight. I think it's a great choice to start out with Gold. I loved it. Yeah. It was Same. just simple. There's no powers involved. So I'm I'm curious y'all's thoughts. Ben, you actually have mm-hmm. done some boxing in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been in the army. Both of those things. So you have mm-hmm. lived both of these gentlemen's lives in mm-hmm. every respect. 
all aspects. Yeah. Yep. I'm I've actually <laughs> thought of myself as both of these people, if that's yeah. fair. I don't know that's if that makes fair sense. To me. It's more yeah. fair, yeah. More Just, fair for not us to do that. Whatever that means. If I can if I can be the resident <laughs> expert on this podcast for Japan, you can definitely have lived both Reiner yes. and Gearless Joe's yes. lives. <laughs> oh, oh yes. I'm living my best life here. Oh, that's two, so good. Two lives. Yeah. I do have answers and uh, a little explanation, if I may. Go in. Uh, Go. Do it. So uh, I, I have Reiner winning the street fight. I have Gearless Joe winning the boxing match. Those are just my quick answers, but I don't think it's actually that simple. Uh, I think both of them are going to hold their own much better than you would think between a brawler and a boxer. Because usually the brawlers is going to win because they're more well-rounded in theory. Sure. But these guys, I consider both very tough dudes. So I don't think either fight is going to go quickly. That being said, I think Gearless Joe is going to beat Reiner more easily in the boxing match than Reiner is going to beat Gearless Joe in the street fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... at you know what? I'm going to take that back. I actually think Gearless Joe is going to beat Reiner pretty easily. However, I think Reiner is going to hang in there for a while. But I think Gearless Joe is going to give him a, a beating. Sure. So uh, Reiner uh, oh. will get in, get in some solid punches. But we're going to be like, as we're watching the audience, we're like, oh, yeah. no, Joe's Joe's got it. Yep. But Reiner's going to keep hanging in there, um, keep hanging in there. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. That was a long answer. Cole, rebuttal or, or agreeance? Nope, I agree 100%. Mm. I I actually agree 100% as well. I had the same Whoa. thing written down. Um, reason being for me on the boxing side of things is things change a little bit when you get into those rules. Like when, they, when it's a, a rules-oriented, like I think Reiner would do really well in this like no-holds-barred street fight. And that... Joe is used to boxing and there's rules to sports. So you got to, you got to do certain things. If you do things that are technically wrong, you could get in trouble. And so I think that that could work against Reiner a little bit. Um, And I do think if I had to pick like one overall, like if, like as far as like who would, who would win the most, I would say, I think my gut would say Reiner. But again, we, we had those two contexts boxing and street fight and i do mm-hmm. i do agree with you ben both of those yeah reiner's a survivor so i think he would do better in the street fight because he would do any means necessary but then again joe is a junk dog yes yeah oh he knows yeah, how to scrap yeah. too i just feel I like he's not thing. he's not as good with leg fighting i bet that's that's the right. only thing he's mm. probably not so good at yeah. yeah, he's got the footwork, but it can't sweep the leg. Mm. Sweep the mm. leg. Sweep the leg. Yeah, that was a good one, Cole. I really like that one. Yeah. Now, if Reiner had his Titan powers and Gearless Joe had gear on, then who would win? It's tricky. 55-45, I'd still go with Joe. Yeah, we'll never we'll never know for sure. So we we'll never know. Talk about it. I need more heads. time. Yeah, yeah. I really sprung that one on you. It's tough. It's not fair. 
So number two in the lineup. So we we've just watched the two of them battle it out, and it was kind of a it was a satisfying fight in our brains. Uh, next up, I'm envi- I'm envisioning <laughs> them both. Now I'm envisioning a boxing ring. Like people are they're coming out of their corners. This is yep. fun. Um, Sakura <laughs> from Naruto season one or series one, however you want to say that. Not Shippuden, but uh, young Sakura. And Sawa, aka Jorin, aka there's not actually a Jorin in the show. Jorin, uh, Sawa, the main character from Jorin, that the, our favorite show to hate on. Um, however, we did comment. I do want to comment that, that she had some cool, coolish things happening for her. She had some interesting powers in that show. Uh, again, not our favorite show, but there was some funnish things that happened. We enjoyed ourselves in moments. And so this one was actually an interesting one to consider. Again, Kolb, hats off. You did some great pairings because sometimes they looked really simple on paper and then you stopped and thought about it and you were like, wait a minute. This is a little more complex than I was anticipating. Yeah, you gotta think. Because Sakura as a young youngin, uh, was not fully into his powers. He did not have control over everything. He didn't have the stamina. And Sawa is kind of a dark horse character in that she's very powerful. Um, but is this like, needs did, some of her powers awakened sort of thing. Did you say he? For Sawa, no. I said she. I no, thought for I heard Sakura. He. Oh, I might have said he. I think okay. it's she slip of the right. slip of the slippers slip of the right, slippery right. slopes. Yep. So thoughts, gentlemen. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, I have mine, but I went first last time. I don't know. Cole, go first. Okay. okay. Oh man. For me, it, it depends on the time period of the show. So, Okay. If Sawa at the beginning of the series mm-hmm. definitely beats Sakura because she's all business and mm. her first fight is simple, quick to the point, murders that person and is done. But yep. then she becomes lame, like super lame, <laughs> like the worst kind of fighting lame. <laughs> yeah. And then and Sakura, she grows. She grows as the series goes on. So, like, it depends on the series starting. But I would say, overall, oh, that's tough. I should have thought about this. (laughs) Beginning beginning Sawa and beginning Sakura, Sawa wins hands down. But you flip that, end Sawa, end Sakura, Sakura wins. Now I got to think about overall. I'm going to go with Sakura because she's got more strategy than Sawa does strategy points mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go with gut on this one and I'm gonna I'm gonna say since this first series I'm gonna say Sawa would win she's already uh, uh had more maturity happen and sure I, I I don't disagree with the development of the show and the character development, but I think overall, I'm just going to go for that overall answer that Colt landed with at the end, and I would just say I I don't even have a good reason why, 
I just think if I was going to slap down some fictional Monopoly money on that mm-hmm. fictional imaginary fight in my head right now, it would be like, ah, I'm going to take Sawa. And then the fight would happen. And I'd probably lose. So. So if you were going to bet big, you would bet fictional Monopoly money. Why not fictional <laughs> real money? <laughs> or just Monopoly money. <laughs> you know, all of those things are good questions, and I don't have an answer to any of them. Yeah, that just shows your your strong opinion on betting. You don't want to bet <laughs> yeah, Not only Monopoly money, but fake Monopoly money. <laughs> yeah. We don't touch the real stuff. No real Monopoly money in this house. <laughs> anyway. Ben, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you land us land the plane? Yes, sir. Uh, so for the tiebreaker, I guess, uh, it's going to be Sawa for me. I oh, think the only okay. chance Sakura has is if she gets... I just view her as, uh, speaking of Series 1, as kind of like a one-hit wonder, like if she gets that big hit in. Um, yeah. And I think Sawa is going to be able to methodically or, or be able to take advantage of that. Um I don't think terribly high of either of the characters in the time frames we're, we're speaking of. So I think Sawa wins by a margin and I'll put all of my money on it real. And mm. that's needed by the family. I was going real. off of, <laughs> <laughs> I was going off of Sakura and Ino's fight in mm. their battle together. They, so they had a huge slug fest. I was like, Sakura, yeah. Sakura can take a, take a hit. So yeah, but she she didn't win. Did Eno win? I don't they, think anybody won that fight. Right? They, they that's my point. They tied. I know, but so it doesn't matter if you win. You could still lose a match and be amazing in the fight. Mm-hmm. But you you just didn't win. So what? <laughs> Sawa Sawa won one of her fights in the whole show. <laughs> she didn't win, chest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> I just love bother. I just love bothering Cole. Um, next up, we have after they have. There's been a like Monty Python, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. clapping and applause for their their, <laughs> yeah. their fight. Then two characters walk on that we get some cheers and some jeers for, yep. Yep. if I will. Roy Mustang in one corner. You just won a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be somebody would yell it, <laughs> and Bakugo in the other. Our favorite explosive character, who we bring, we bring his name into other shows. It's great, and Mustang, classic, classic military man who is arrogant to a fault, but loves his subordinates. So this one, this one was fun for me to think about. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. okay. That, and actually, this is where my question about environment originated from. Because what's what's Mustang's number one failure flop? Rain, water. In the show, it's always a gag where he gets rained on and, oh, come on, and he can't flick his fingers. So if we were fighting in like, like, like Cole was saying, mountain or rivers, you know, I was like, okay, this is going to affect things. But since we're on the street, they bumped into each other. Bakugo obviously said something 
like almost prof- profane at Roy Mustang, and then Roy Mustang turned around, and glared at him, and then they're gonna fight. Um, I'll go first fight. because y'all y'all have already gone first. Um, this one I had labeled as close and down to conditions, but I have winning the fight. Roy Mustang. Mm. I have Mustang, mm. and and I thought I've thought this one through, and y'all can disagree with me because maybe I've missed some technicalities of how Bakugo's quirk works. But my thought was, Bakugo um, causes explosions that originate from his body. Correct. There's there's nitro something in his sweat, right? In his sweat. Yeah. Yep. So he he stores it up in his gloves and he shoots it out, or he just sweats and he shoots it. And I was like, Roy Mustang, all he needs is his alchemy, and he can ignite, he can ignite things on fire. And so the idea of him igniting Bakugo on fire seemed pretty simple if he ignited all of his sweat around him. But I didn't know if I'm missing something. Like, does Bakugo not get affected by his sweat exploding? Um, because he always is shooting it away from himself. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if Bakugo could be affected by his own explosion, if Roy was to ignite all of him on fire, for example, that I would say gets Roy the win. If not, it becomes more of a slugfest. I would still pick Roy winning. I think he has military experience for one and would would be able to take him out. Mm. Mm. Okay. I have a question on your last point, but after Colb and I go. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I also think Roy Mustang wins, and it is because of the alchemy factor. Um, yeah, he would just be able to realize the situation, know the chemical compound of whatever is coming out of Bakugo, and he'd be able to use it to his advantage. So Roy Mustang. But I don't know if it's a complete just slugfest does Bakugo have his rocket stuff? Like, I don't know if that's part of Ben's question or not. Mm, so mm. we'll we'll talk about that later. But right now, Roy Mustang for the win. Ben? Yeah, so it, uh, it kind of is where I'm going to be asking. Uh, one question, can would Roy Mustang just be able to light Bakugo on fire? That's a good question. That was my <laughs> question. Because um, then it's game over right away. I think he could. I mean, technically, there, there's nothing stopping Baku from being lit on fire. Um, I don't. I don't know if his sweat would ignite or if Baku himself has to. But even yeah. just like he would be able to be lit on fire, if that's your question, like his clothes, yeah. his body. This one's tough for me because I I like one character way more than the other, so I'm really trying Bakugo. to be, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be. I will say, okay, I'll jump in first about not so much my question, but my challenge isn't a slugfest. I think Bakugo wins for sure, um, not because Roy is incapable, or but I feel like up close, the tools that they both have. And I think, like, I think back to Bakugo and Deku's great one-on-one fight. Yeah, Deku's stronger uh, in some areas. I think Bakugo still won that fight, and I like Deku way more than Bakugo. Whenever they fight, and then All Might shows up. Do you guys remember that fight? I do. 
such a good fight. Like I picture him and Mustang having that. And I think Bakugo beats Mustang easier than he beat Deku. Now, who I think would win the fight, I think I pick Mustang because I don't think he lets Bakugo get that close. No, but if Bakugo not. gets in close, he, he wins, I think. I mean, he beat... He fought... Um, the homunculus. Uh, just in case you haven't watched the show, I won't say which one. And one-handedly... <laughs> And that creature is nigh impossible to destroy. Um, so he, I mean, and he was wounded. So like even that, that to me was like that memory in and of itself is like, mm, yeah, I think. And and there's ways of man- manipulating Bakugo. He he's a child, and so he he oh, reacts yeah. over overreacts like immediately. And I think of how mm-hmm. Roy treats Ed. And how he manipulates him all the time in the show, um, and it'd be the same thing. Like I think if if uh, Roy had fought Ed, Roy didn't ever fight Ed. He didn't ever fight Ed. I'm having the one of those weird moments of like uh, in the original, he fights Ed in a like an exhibition. Oh, that's right. He does, and that's where a crowd guy does say, "You just want a promotion." That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the original in a long time. I need to pull that back out on my DVDs. Yeah, I need to go yeah. watch that fight. That's fun. Mm. Well, so we're so we had some differing opinions, but we all landed on the same character for this mm-hmm. this particular one. Yeah. It was a good fight. Roy got the promotion. It was and, a good uh, fight. He became the fuel. This next one had me scratching my head for a minute, both in confusion of who would win and thinking through this matchup. Very interesting bumping on the street. I also loved who you chose as the main character because you chose literally a hand. Uh, (laughs) You chose one hand, not the main character. You chose a hand, and I love it. You chose a Wolfwood for fight number four. Wolfwood walks out, the preacher with a cross gun, and Migi, 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 yeah, that's how you say it, an alien parasite <clears throat> who takes over the hand of his host here on Earth and becomes friends with him. And they go on adventures that are just filled with fun and rampant murder. Hmm. Self-defense, but, you know. Um, this one was very interesting because Migi is a shape-shifting parasitical alien who uses the host body to grotesquely transform into very intense razor sharp weaponry and like very alien like weapons. Um, Wolfwood is a uh, hardened preacher man orphan who um, I'm assuming we're talking about the original Trigon show. I am. Yep. That's what I thought. I thought so. We did not go with his souped up, uh, abilities from the new Trigon Stampede go back to the OG 90s for what we're talking about here. And he's he's still crazy strong. Um, but I liked that you picked the 90s one because that in the if if you had picked the the newer version, he has like superhuman abilities. So this was this was a fun fight. Um, ben, we're back to you. What was your first impressions <laughs> on this one? Hey, uh, first impressions. So I love Parasite. I love uh, the music. I love the story. Uh, Migi does not mean a whole lot to me. Uh, was never like 
loving that character or anything. I like what the character does to the story. I'm giving you all this because I think the edge goes to Miggy for me. And Wolfwood, I'm a huge fan of his character. But I think Miggy is going to win this one. Interesting. I would love to hear detailed reasons why, but I do want to hear Kolb's just initial thoughts first. Because I this is an interesting matchup, so I don't want to like sway people yet. Yeah, I wanted to go abstract. I felt like a lot of our lists are people who are pretty evenly matched for different reasons or for mm-hmm. the same reason. This one mm-hmm. is a little goofy. It is uh, so. Yeah, I want to Ben. I similar thoughts. I love Wolfwood a lot better than Miggy, and I think he does <laughs> well. But that alien creatures, those creatures do a lot of fighting with people with guns. And I thought, you know, his special gun, his special background would give him help. But I think Miggy does take it in the end. Okay. I went with Wolfwood winning. Hey, good. I good. did. I, I did. Yeah, write good for down, you. I did write. I, I did write down. This is a tricky win at best. Like I did not mm-hmm. think this is a, you know, a gimme. This is not like Wolfwood just takes the show, but I did have reasons why I think Wolfwood could, could win this. Um, we, you want to go in reverse? You want to, Ben, do you want me to toss the ball back to you? You want to give oh, us your reasons? Keep going there. Keep okay. going there. So Wolfwood, I was thinking this through. This one actually was one of the ones that made me think the most. Miggy is only a hand. He did not get to take over his entire host body, and that is shown to be a slight disadvantage in the show at times. Not completely. He obviously they obviously survive, and spoiler, they make it to the end of the show. Um, other aliens take over their entire host body, and their whole body transforms. Miggy doesn't get that luxury, um, and that was one of the things I was like, that gives Wolfwood a chance. If it was a whole parasite being, not a chance. <clears throat> Second of all. Um, I do agree, Kolb, that Miggy has fought gun-toting people. However, Wolfwood is slightly in a special category of that, being that he is as hardened as you can get for facing crazy space, and and he is in space, uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. beings. So he's not your average gunslinger. Uh, He holds his own next to Vash in a lot of ways, and Vash is literally also uh, a plant alien. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I did, again, not a landslide. I think this is going to be difficult for Wolfwood. He has to keep him at a distance is the key to win. If he gets in close, game over. Literally just slice up his gun and he's he's dead. You can transform, he, Miggy can transform into anything and, and slice that gun to pieces. So if he gets in close, he would, he would lose. But I was betting on Wolfwood being able to keep a normal human with a parasitic hand at bay enough to, to get him get it down that was my reason that's a good i I like that yeah i like i like that so y'all chose opposite so yeah and i guess if wolfwood can can get a good shot on the host doesn't miggy die if the host dies Mm -hmm. okay i didn't put that into my calculation because wolfwood would definitely have the heart or the the ice heart to shoot some guy to kill his enemy (laughs) Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know maybe but but what was your original reasonings because you did choose it so you had reasons so to do because you know it can go either way tricky win at best me he's got some weird healing factors mm-hmm. not only of himself but of his host so 
that was kind of the main push because he, he does is able to stretch, so he could get in close at a pretty easy way. And if anything does happen, he can just heal himself in his weird alien way. So that's what gave him the edge for me. That's why I picked Miggy. Mm. Sound bad? Not bad at all. It's funny. I'm I'm the biggest parasite fan here, and I was probably most inaccurately envisioning what would happen here. Um, I was picturing like a little hand running around and fighting. Um, like, just just, just Miggy. Miggy, just yeah. Miggy, not yeah. his host. Right. Because I was just like, oh, yeah, he's not going to be able to get. But you know what? In like a Street Fighter universe, that would probably be what would happen. It would probably right. be like just Miggy, the hand shape shifting around and like. So, yeah. Does it change it if he's attached to his host? That's the question for you. Um, Yeah, no, that's good. It makes it closer. So one thing, like thinking back to even like. What is it? Shiniki, what I gosh, I don't remember main character's name. Uh, even in like his first fight with Migi, Migi is basically just doing everything for him or helping him or assisting him. <clears throat> and I can't imagine this is going to be their first fight if they're going against Wolfwood. So I think even then, slight edge, but I like your points. And with the host, I think Wolfwood has a much better chance. I put this at 55 45. It's a, it's- it's actually pretty accurate, probably odds right there. It'd be a really close fight. I do think this would be one of those fights the audience would be like, huh, that was something to watch. Um, yeah, be interesting. So uh, we've they, they've walked off the field because, again, no one dies here. It's just a clean fight, folks, just a clean fight. Um, and on walks two other people. One oh, yes. is in tights and, and gym shorts. Hey. Black tights, black tights, uh, uh, upper body and lower body, and gym shorts, uh, by the name of we still don't know how to pronounce his name, folks. Uh, just kidding, we know how to pronounce Mash. Don't know how to pronounce Mashal, Mashley, Mash what? I don't know, but his name is Mash. Mash hey. walks on, clueless as all get out with a cream puff in his hand, and <laughs> Nanami walks on from Jujutsu Kaisen, polka dots and all. Hmm. So. Kolb. Yes. I do have to ask, what made you choose this pairing? Because I am am so curious. (laughs) Well, I wanted to get someone from JJK in there. Um, Yeah. And I was like, their powers are so weird. But then I thought, oh, well, Nanami is, you know, he's got some goofy, not goofy, but like strange powers. But a lot of his stuff is physical strength. At least that's what it seems like. Um, And like, who's big on physical strength. Oh, Mash is, and he's got this weird magic nullifier thing with his strength. Like magic doesn't affect him in the show. And I was like, oh man, that would be an interesting matchup. Like all this weird jujutsu stuff doesn't, might not work against Mash because of his overwhelming strength. So I thought they would be a good matchup together. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, with all that said, so we're, sorry, quick question. Yeah. So we're fa- we're factoring in the goofiness of Mash. Oh, of this. course. Yeah. Okay. I'm factoring yeah. in his place and his world, which we've talked about in a future episode. <laughs> so <laughs> just take our word for it. Yeah. Just take our word for it. Or go watch the show right now and you'll understand. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, um, Cole, it's your turn. Well, yeah. I wish I would have known this wasn't coming out before Mash. But I also okay. use the the fact Ruin it. 
the fact that he gets cut up a lot in that last episode we saw, you know, he, he gets sliced up pretty good by that one guy and he still is able to pull out a win. Uh, mm. but with all that said, Nanami wins. Nanami Kento wins. He's got, he's, oh man, he's so mysterious. I still don't understand his character, even though I've seen two seasons with him in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think he just, he pulls it out. He pulls it out because he's no nonsense. He'll wrap him up with this weird, you know, strap thing, whatever it is that covers up his knife and he'll slice him up good. And then he'll punch him real f- those, those hard forearms. And I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about what's what I want to see. And I think he wins. I don't think he finishes him. I don't think he kills him, but he'll win. Well, Nobody's getting killed here. This is a clean fight. I'm just saying. A lot of, a lot of blood. It's like Mortal Kombat, but nobody yeah. dies. Yeah. He's got too much of a teacher in him. He, he would teach MASH some things. Possibly. Unless he had a hand sword, then he wouldn't. He wouldn't at all. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Ben, what do you, what do you think? A sword over there. Oh, man. <laughs> this one's... This one was so good, Cole. Very tough. Um, I'm a huge Nanami fan. He's my number two, JJK. Ah, oh, his moments are so good. Mash uh, started the show, and I'm like, this character is annoying. This show is annoying. I like the show now, <laughs> and I really like the character. So, hey, win-win. Yeah, I would say the way I finally got to my answer the reason I'm picking who I am today is mm-hmm. because of the very fight Kolb just referenced. He I'm going with two. Mash. Oh, oh I'm going with Mash because there's no reason he. Okay. Oh, no, we're, I'm spoiling something for the show that we're talking about in the future. Um, there's no reason why he should have won that fight. He was getting absolutely destroyed, sliced up, what, lost way too much blood. That man is dead. But he found a way to win, and I think he would find a way to win. I, 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 Nanami is, is so cool in his power, <laughs> like exploiting weaknesses and this and that. But I think Mash would find a way to win. Maybe it's just he smashes the floor again. I don't know. <laughs> so, Kolb, yeah, I, I didn't factor in the goofiness of Mash. I, I was not thinking in that direction. So my original choice was Nanami because I was like, dude, he's got literally his power is to have this laser, lasered in perfect accuracy mm-hmm. yep. knife cuts. Um, there's just no way. Like no matter how tough MASH is, he will lose to this. However, you have swayed me with the the goofiness of MASH showing up. And I think back to like video game like smash ups like this, it, those mm-hmm. those do count. Like in the sh- you'll you'll play a game and they they put the character in exactly how the character is. So like that's how it is. And so I'm thinking of Mash and I'm like, you know what? If it did start to come down to just blow to blow count, he's got this stupidly strong motif going on. So I think that at best, it would be just this like brutal beatdown between the two of them. And then MASH would come out uh, on top. 
at worst it, for like winning it hands out, it would be like he would get hit by Nanami a few times and then he would just pull out a win easily in the sense of like he does have these stupid ways of winning that just work. Um, now, as as again, like I, I want Nanami to win and I think that if he if he could land his his jutsu, jutsu, is that what they call it? I just realized jujitsu is it jutsu i don't know if he lands his his like kill shot stuff he could win but if he can't land it it gets a little foggy so i'll i'll swing it over to mash i'm gonna i'm gonna switch sides there go with mash Mm. that was that was fight number five and the crowd is going wild because that was like they were like man that was that was some punches yeah so did you have any because I think we and you went back to back. Colb, did you have any questions or rebuttals or anything? Oh, did nope. Colb not go? I'm sorry. No, he did, but oh. I didn't know if he wanted to. No, no, you know, no. I, I don't okay. have a fight to be had. You guys brought some good <laughs> reasoning, uh, but I'm going to stick with my pick. Cool. There you go. Very good. Well, the training arena, uh, It's that was fight number five. The judge hey. calls an intermission. What a fight. People, what a fight. People go to the bathroom. There's a little bit of an intermission break. The curtain falls over the stage, and uh, we give everybody a break. Uh, we come back to the arena, and they've changed the scenery for this one. Just for part of the, half of the fight, half the fight, it is now a soccer field, folks. <laughs> I don't know where they got a soccer field from, but it is a small 1v1 pitch, because that's what soccer fields are called, the pitch. And Blue Locks applied it. Mm-hmm. Blue Lock supplied it. You've got Ego sitting up there in the box looking disgusting as always eating his ramen. And <laughs> Kunigami walks on the field. He gets a lot of applause because yeah, he, he is a he's a well-loved character. He's got that fiery orange hair going on. And then Yagoshi, Yagoshi, Yagoshi walks on bleach white hair. Mm-hmm. Not as much applause. He's not as loved. <laughs> he is respected. He is respected though. And they want to see what's going to happen. So everyone's excited because part two of these matches are fighting. And we've got two things. The first, they say, we're going to have a shootout. We're going to have a one-on-one soccer match. So I'm curious what y'all thought. Because we're also going to have a street fight. They're like, ah, you you also have to fight on the street. So, Cole, when you envisioned this, did you just envision a straight 1v1? Or did you envision like PKs? Did you envision, how did you envision the soccer match happening? I don't know what PK stands for. Penalty kicks. Penalty kicks. Oh, no. One-on-one. One-on-one. So just yeah. to get the ball and get past the yep. person. That's cool. what I thought. This is tough. So for context, this is probably the, one of the more obscure ones uh, because Yugoshi is from Burning Kabaddi, which is a, a lesser known sports anime. Uh, Kunigami is from Blue Lock, which is a well-known soccer anime. However, Yugoishi was a former soccer player called the Untouchable Cult. Untouchable? Untouchable or get... Unstoppable? I forgot which one. One of those two. He could get by anybody is the point. He gets recruited by a, a Kabaddi team, and that's the rest of the show. So they both have things going for them. Kunigami is strong, able to mark well. Yugoishi is able to get past people. So we got good matchup soccer-wise. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? <laughs> I think it's my turn. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. Yeah, because we're on number six. So I had 
for soccer, I did have Yugoshi, Yugoshi taking the soccer match. I think he could. I think he could manage to get by Kunigami, um, especially if he's coming back on the pitch after having played through some kabaddi and learning how to how to because he learned some tricks about like dodging, cutting, and evading. I think he could manage to get around and, and do some scoring on Kunigami. Okay. What did y'all what did y'all think about the soccer match? I'll go. I'm I guess. like recalculating now. Yeah, go ahead, Cole. <laughs> I'm also gonna go with Yoigoshi. Uh, because he's he was the top in his league in his in his field. And Kunigami's only trying to get there right now. He's trying to be the best, mm. right? But he's not there mm. yet. So not as far yet. as I've seen in Blue Lock, Kunigami's not quite there, but Yogoshi already got there. He was at the mm. top. No one could touch him. Um, so I feel like that would bleed over into this matchup. He's like a Rin character. Or uh, Rin's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I was leaning towards Yogoshi. Um, definitely leaning that way. <laughs> I kept thinking, like, I don't think Kunigami is going to be able to stop him. I don't think he's going to be able to stop him. Like, just focusing on that. I don't think he's going to be able to stop Kunigami either. I think he's uh, has more of a superior ball hand. Because this is just one-on-one. And I don't think he can keep up with Kunigami. So mm. I'm like, okay, what's going to break here? And I think Kunigami... Well, I'm, I I was visioning Yogoshi before uh, Kabaddi. And I think mm. Kunigami keeps a cooler head and wins one-on-one. Now, final, uh, final product, Yogoshi, because he grows a lot and becomes more of a leader and has a better better head about him i think he wins but i don't think by a big margin and to your point cold kunigami is trying to climb higher but everyone there is there because they're the best so he has he's he's excelled he's not like you know learning he's just trying to get to the olympic team now right no i agree i agree but he's definitely not the best at blue lock right now oh true 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 yeah. Or is he? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. We don't know that yet. He, he could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, there was a yellow card thrown. There was another yellow. There was a red. And they have stripped away the soccer field, and it's just a street, and they're fighting. Row. So now it's a street fight between the two. Um, I'll go first again. I had Kunigami destroying Yugoshi. <laughs> <laughs> in a street fight i'm i'm gonna be i'm not even close when i pictured this i was like mm, i'm pretty sure he would just murder him was my initial reaction <laughs> so of all of the uh cho- all of the matchups i made i felt like this one was the most obvious for me i thought yogoshi would win the street fight too i think he's got the reach Ooh, he's got reach he's a tall guy he's tall he, and he, he knows is- how to he knows grapple now because of Kabaddi, whether it's breaking out of grips or tackling himself. So if he wants to keep him at range, he can because he's tall. He's got the reach for punches and kicks. But even if Kunami gets in, in there, Yogoshi can take him down in that way too. 
so I felt it was like the most. This was the most on matchup, but I guess I was wrong for you guys. But I think Yogoishi takes them both, soccer and right. Ben, what do you think? Although, yeah. although, hold on, I will say Kunigami yeah, yeah. as a character, I like a whole lot better than Yogoshi. There we go. For you sure. had to put that in there for sure. That is yeah. important. That is, and I echo that as well. And I never even gave my final answer to the last one. I gave you bits and pieces. Uh, my final <laughs> answer would be Yogoshi, but not by a big margin. I think Kunigami really holds his own well and scores quite a bit, but I think he loses <laughs> in the end. Uh, street fight Kunigami. I think okay. I just look at him as the toughest guy in any group he's ever in. Like he's the guy where like Kunigami go beat him up. Yeah. Okay. Kunigami, okay. you know, he's got somebody's like, he's just always the guy. So I feel like he's always been in protective mode and, not like unnecessarily fighting, but I feel like he's going to go in and win that thing. That was a good point about the height and reach, though. I hadn't thought of that, but I think Kunigami is still uh... not small, though. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's yeah. not a small, man. Oh, no. Anyway. You saw, did you see him in that bath scene? He's his back was ripped. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Goodness. De- yeah, we definition. did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, true, I'll throw a little counterpoint it. counterpoint to Ben. I don't think Kunigami's a bruiser, though. It's not like he would just jump into a fight. He would. He. I think he would try to be a peacemaker first. He would get things done right. after a no, while. That's why I said not unnecessarily. Okay. Like I don't think he's just gonna. But I think like if somebody needs somebody to have their back, Kunigami is gonna be there every single time. <clears throat> okay, um, that's a good point. Like if he was on a hockey team, I feel like again not unnecessarily, not like cheap shot or anything, but he he could be the enforcer. Hmm. He's not a goon, but he's an enforcer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So everyone <laughs> loves that fight. All the there's applause all around. We it was yeah. a good, well fought that was match. A good one. Um, the next they one. kind of Ooh. both I know. They both go off the, <laughs> off the field. Uh number seven comes on and there is some gasps and some like oh oh, oh man. And it's oh. Tanjiro from what? Demon Slayer. Really? <laughs> Just him. Not his sister. Sister's not with him. Just him. Oh. Versus our favorite knight of confusion. <laughs> Arthur walks on. <laughs> <clears throat> this one, this one, folks, has got me excited. Arthur from Fire Force, if you're not familiar with the show, is a uh, a fake knight. <laughs> he believes himself to be a knight, and he uses a, uh, a sword in the show uh, to fight uh, infern- Infernals infernals um and tanjiro is a demon slaying beast who uses breathing techniques uh with his magic it's not magic but his special demon slaying sword um yeah ben we're back to you oh gosh what, what did you <laughs> yeah good luck happened? ben <laughs> um well uh, tanjiro not only do i love that character i'm pretty sure he's like my number three or yeah i think he's two or three so big props for my guy. Um, so they both have uh, motivations that that make them stronger. Tanjiro, obviously, with Nezuko and Arthur mm-hmm. with believing mm. uh, that he is a knight. They both become significantly stronger by those motivations. Um, and I'm going to assume they both have them for my little fight. Um, and I think... 
I don't know how not to say Tanjiro. I'm sorry. It's like you putting Naruto <laughs> in there. Um, that's yeah. You guys go ahead. I'll just say Tanjiro. I might chime in later, but I just can't not pick him. <laughs> Cole, do you want to go or you want me to go? You're going to say the opposite of me anyway, Chess. So you might as well go. <laughs> uh, well, did you pick Arthur? Because that's who I picked. Oh, okay. Why? Why did I pick Arthur? So I did think about it, and then I, I again, maybe I'm being too obvious, but Arthur has a plasma sword. <laughs> Basically a lightsaber, and that would not hold, uh, Tanjiro's sword would not hold up to a plasma sword. So I kind of was like, well, at the end of the day, Best case scenario, Tanjiro convinces Arthur he's not a knight and he can't fight, um, which could happen, <laughs> does happen in the show. Um, but that was kind of where I landed was like, wait a minute, one swing and zzz, sword, sword's gone mm. from Tanjiro. And Tanjiro has broken many a sword in Demon Slayer in his three mm-hmm. seasons that we've seen. So I gave it to Arthur. I will say... If you took away the swords and for some reason they fought, uh, I did. I did also factor in the motivations, and I wanted it to be closer. But I was like, with the tech, Arthur just has, he has a lightsaber, he has a plasma sword. So that that was just what I ended up with. It maybe is too simplistic, but <laughs> can I ask I you did... one question before Kolb goes? Yeah, ask away. You can ask two. So let's say they both. No, Tanjiro is looking at this sword. It's like, oh my goodness. If he hits me once, I'm done. If right. they both in their heads are like, one swipe is all I need. Who do you think gets that swipe? So, yeah. So, like, they meet and Tanjiro either manages to dodge it or Arthur manages to hit. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I- I'm envisioning them both looking at each other and thinking, I got to finish this quick. Arthur's got the sword. He's got some moves. Panjiro, we know his breathing techniques and how quickly he can go in. So if they both get one shot at each other, who do you think is going to land, if anybody? Hmm. Based on technique, I would I would give uh, fifty one to forty nine on Tanjiro. If he can land, if he can land, if he can land the, if he can land the hit, because I'm thinking of some of those scenes where it's like the step, you know, that he preps his foot and it's like, and it's that moment of takeoff. If he can land that hit, he can get it. If Arthur connects his sword to the swing though, then it's over. So that's that, that's that 1% that he's got that chance, but I would still, on like if if uh Tanjiro just came out like this is going to be a f-, you know cuz you know how sometimes there's a build up to that happening mhm like that's that's kind of where i was at the beginning it's like right. they just walked on right. took a swing crap my sword's broke so but I, i'll give that to you i will i said i will say that's a good factor maybe if he thought arthur was a demon <clears throat> oh maybe he saw an infernal behind him and he's like got to kill this thing Arthur's not an infernal for everybody that's confused now by the show. (laughs) Cool. Round us out here. Okay. I am going to go with Arthur as well overall. 
yes, I think hardware does have a huge factor. Plasma versus steel. Plasma wins. Um, and like you said, the biggest thing would be for Tanjiro would have to convince Arthur that he's not a knight. But I feel like Tanjiro's personality would be more encouraging. Yeah. You're a knight. And he'd be like, yes, I'm the best knight ever. And then Tanjiro would be like, whoa, you know. So like <laughs> I think he would unintentionally make Arthur stronger. And to your question before, Ben, with the first lap, I'm thinking of Arthur's fight with the with the Mirage guy when he was full knight. You know, he was like, mm. he had that stupid horse in front of him. He's like, I'm, mm. I'm, and he would just one slash, he would take out, you know, a hundred of those Mirage. It would just be like this yeah. slice through the cool. entire space. So, yeah, I think Arthur's got it. There you go. Nice, nice. Either way. I think the crowd is very satisfied and is happy to see it. They're like, well, they love those, it. those gentlemen, oh they're both goodness. such good guys. Like, yeah. but give them both a round of applause. And they, you I'm know, poor. I think Tanjiro and Arthur <laughs> are, they, they walk away friends. I think they right. walk out of this. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Hey, they would. This, yeah, they, they really would. They walk away like buddies. So then we get to what you would think is going to be number 10, the title fight, but it's actually not. Number eight is your versus Chun-Li walks out. The fight that you guys, for Street Fighter, not a sponsor, we don't have any money from them, will be able to fight tomorrow if you own Street Fighter. So you guys can tell us how it went down. Put in the comments um, who won when you played against your buddies or online. So your versus Chun-Li. Chun-Li has got the thunder thighs, the kicks. She is a kicks girl. You're more overall, more a rounded character. She she does a lot of punching, kicking, jumping, flipping. Um, yeah. Who uh, who wins, Cole? Who wins this fight? Uh, it really depends on their mental state. Are we going off of video game Chun-Li first or anime Chun-Li first? Which one? Video game or anime? Leave it up to you. If it's anime, your wins hands down. Chun-Li in the anime is good. Okay, video game is a lot tougher. So that way we have to go with mental state. If yours able to keep her assassin mindset, she would have a better time. But I think overall Chun-Li would win it because she's... Not only does she keep her mindset the whole time, because she seems like she's a solid character in that way. She's also fought mm. characters with weapons. I'm thinking Vega. I'm thinking, uh, who else has a weapon? And I don't know. Well, uh, you go ahead and think of other characters there, people. <clears throat> so Chun-Li is used to this. So I think she would win altogether. And it's because of her mindset. She's able to keep a solid kung fu mind. Mm. Very zen. Yes. Zen. I'm actually going to leave you for last because you're the Street Fighter expert. Um, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to say this is close. This is a close fight. However, in the show of Spike's family, your does use punches, but she does pull out the kicks quite a few times. If y'all remember, uh, yeah, most times, most times. And who's the expert at kicks? Chun Li's the expert at kicks. I think Chun Li beats Yor because Yor is probably going to have to resort to not. I I would not want to go in a kick battle with Chun Li personally, 
And I think she's going to have to rely on other means. And like Kolb has said, Jun Lee's dealt with it all. So Yor is a solid character. I love Yor as a character. But I do think there is something to be said for the tenacity that Chun Li would bring to it. Of that's just her one thing is martial arts, and she fights for a living in a video game, trapped forever. And yours, a yours, a mom now. She's got people to consider. Her mental state, like Culp said, is up for grabs at times. Mm. So that's my final answer: is Chun Li, but close, close fight. Hmm. All right, huh? Oof, you brought in a lot of factors. I, I'm not even considering. Um, You're not considering them, or you didn't consider them back. Not, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not thinking of like the mental state side of it for really any of these fights. It's like, who do I think is going to win this? And when you started talking about yours kicks, I thought, I thought that was good. Uh, I thought you were going in the direction of because of that, she would be better suited to beat Chun Li. Um, but you didn't go that direction. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. I'm, I'm going with your. So I think Chun Li is stronger. I think your is faster. And I think the assassin and just the 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 speed at which she takes people out and probably some of the best moments in the show are I think just going to be too much for Chun-Li. Um, yeah. I'm pitching her in the fight. Were you, were you referencing like the fight in the anime, the Vega Chun-Li? Is that what you were talking about? Cold. I was just saying in general, Vega yeah. is a character that you have to fight and he's got weapons. Yeah, he does. No, I, I thought that was a good point. That's why I was, I, cause I've I used Vega. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think your wins this one. Um 52-48. Well, <laughs> either way, the 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 crowd applauds. Everyone enjoyed the fight. They thought it was great. They they said those are two ladies I wouldn't want to bump into on a street corner. Mm. They probably say, "I'm so sorry," but then they kick me in the face. Sort of classic yeah. classic classic moment. However, the next people that come out are not as nice Ooh, and are very <laughs> rambunctious. Thorkel from Vinland Saga. Oh, that's another one we haven't uh, actually watched on the show. Uh, Thorkel from Vinland Saga stomps out onto the platform. And Kuzo slinks is the best word I could use. He does not stomp, <laughs> but he strides out onto the platform from Samurai 7. Dual wielding Kuzo. Dual wielding? Yeah, he's dual, he's dual wielder. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, dual wielding Kuzo, yeah. Thorkel the Giant. And it's to me. So there we go. I <laughs> had Kuzo <laughs> winning. Oh. Yep. I had Kuzo winning. Um, <clears throat> And my, again, I don't have, I haven't thought this one through as much uh, in the sense of I don't have great details, but my gut tells me it's Kuzo. And my gut goes with, uh, he would use speed to basically stay at, if Thorko got a hold of him, I think he would win. I don't think Kuzo would let him get a hold of him and would would take him down. 
that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm, and I'm not married to that idea. So what if y'all have a good rebuttal, I might shift, but y'all tell me what you thought. Thought of your answer? No, of the fight. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, you can tell me what you thought of my answer, but everyone wants to know actually your thoughts on who All right. win. I go with Thorkill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thorkill wins. Uh, mostly because he fought um, Thorfinn, who is also a speed character, he did. and trounced him very easily. And yeah, I just think his brute strength and his overwhelming size will eventually catch him. Will eventually catch that speed, especially if he's got those long giant axes that he swings around. Mm. I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he, and the biggest downside to Cuso, he dies from a gunshot. It's so sad. I'm sorry. It's sad, but it it was such a lame way to die. That and Thorkill gets shot with plenty of arrows. He gets his fingers chopped off. He gets take. He can take some wounds and still survive. So, I'm saying general hardiness. Hardiness. I'm giving it to Thorkill. Kobe, you're shaking your. I mean, Ben, you're shaking your head. Are you <laughs> nodding in agreement? No, I'm literally like as you both were answering. I'm playing the fight in my head. <laughs> Go down and can and, I can I give a can I give some some things. For you. Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah, rebuttal yeah. of sorts. Thorfinn is quite young in that moment when he fights him, and he has daggers, not two swords. So that's my only side. I still would stick with Kuzo because it's it is a adult man with swords, not a teenage figure with knives. That's yes, it. that's but Thorkill has also fought plenty of people with regular swords. Also. I won't rebuttal that. I'm going to give him yeah. a warmer rebuttal. Backing out. Yeah. He threw a javelin no, I, half a mile and killed three guys with it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Cole yeah. feels strongly about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think those are both... Uh, I think Cole's point illustrates the ability to go against somebody with speed, but I agree, Chess, that Cuso and Th- uh, Thorfinn are no comparison. Um so what I, I pictured, so I've actually never watched the show um, Game of Thrones, but I have watched pretty much every good action scene on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> like I would just go down a rabbit trail of like this person fights this person. this And so there's I don't know if either of you have either. Have you I actually haven't? No. Well, and there's what? a fight scene, watch a very of popular one where this big character called the mountain fights. I think it's called the Viper and the mountain is huge and just brute just whoops everybody. And the Viper is super fast and has like this long spear and Viper just like dominates. And then he starts like flaunting and like showboating Mm -hmm. and the mountain like grabs him and crushes his skull. And it's like, Oh, Oh my goodness. So (laughs) I can imagine that being an oh my goodness moment. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even not having watched anything else. I'm like, why are you kidding me? Uh, I'm so attached to these characters. Two minutes in this YouTube video. Um, (laughs) So one of two things is going to happen in this fight. Uh, One is what I just described won't happen because Kuzo doesn't have that personality. Mm. He's not going to all of a sudden be like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been landing all these blows and I'm good. So I think he's either just going to shred Thorkel up 
just because of his insane skills mm. or Thorkel, and he only needs one because what we never saw from Kuzo is the getting smashed and getting back up. We just saw him kill everybody, get <laughs> shot once and die. I think Kuzo is <laughs> great. So Thorkel, so I, oh, I'd have to pick a winner though. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I think I think I picked Thorco. Okay. Yes, I, I I think that's a solid yeah, deduction. It's, that's okay. Again, it's tough. I, it's tough. It's a tricky fight. So uh, after the brutality of that fight, the audience is like, "Oof!" But thanks for playing, and they await the last oh, fight. This is a good one. The last fight. I was worried about this we one. Ha- we have a child. Walk on the scene. A child? <laughs> a child with a lollipop in his mouth named Mikey. <laughs> Mikey cool. Uh, Mikey walks on the scene with his jacket. No no arms in his jacket. The arms are swaying behind him. Classic Mikey. Uh, his hair is flowing. Yeah. And then we have a question mark. Who even is this guy? Yeah, who's that? Fred walks on. And with a name like that, you're thinking... He must be from some modern show. He is not. He is from <laughs> Moriarty the Patriot. And he is our behind the scenes, very intense, quasi-assassin man who does a lot of dirty work for Moriarty, ranging from dressing up as ghostly figures to basically with uh, holding off assassinations of his own to save lives and to duel people to the death if they didn't run away. So they're they're also both small in stature. They're about the same height, I would say, probably. I don't know the age of Fred, but he's young. He's a young young person as well. So yeah, this is the title fight. Mikey with his kicks. <laughs> and Fred with his fists. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have put this one last. No, I think it was good. We kind of okay. ran we kind of came back to just a human on human brawl but whereas in the beginning we had this very classic matchup of what you would expect like a cage match to be this is like the epitome of a street fight in my opinion it is a hoodlum child versus a like raised on the streets it's the feeling i get from fred uh scrappy child fighting against each other um but both are serious as i'll get out so who wants to go first it's the 10th hour I'm not going to pick Ben out of default. So who would like to go first? <laughs> so you just pick Kolb. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could go first. Y'all could say you go and I'll, I'll go. Go chest. Go right. chest. I am going to pick. <clears throat> I already have picked. Mikey. I do think Mikey. I do Mikey. <laughs> I do think Mikey would take this. Um, two scenes come to mind. Of course, there's all the scenes with like his one kick to the head that he'll give people. Obviously, Fred is not going to fall for that, in my opinion. I don't think Fred is going to be the dumb kid that just gets clocked in the head. You know, it, that's like the brutish character who Mikey's kicking. The guy that you're like, oh, it can't be him. Oh my goodness, you beat him. Fred is is smarter than that. But I think of when Mikey is a kid and he's with Draken for the first time and he jumps the, that group of guys and he just he just barrels into them. 
Um, Draken goes to fight Mikey, and Mikey's like, hang on, I gotta go beat up a bunch of dudes. And he's like a tiny young youngster. He's fast. He gets in there, and he's not afraid to get hit, as we have seen in this latest season. Uh, from his, his stepbrother, he takes quite a few blows, gets back up. Um, and it takes a lot to knock off his his emotional state. A lot, as we've seen in this last season as well. So I do give it to Mikey. I think Fred's got some props, but he is um, he he doesn't win. <laughs> All right, Ben. I'm going to give Cole the honor of finishing it out. Oh, so you go next. Cole, were you going to ask me something? No, I was just going to go. Oh, nope. I'm going to save you for last because you you picked all the fights. Mikey, Mikey, and Mikey. So for me, <laughs> we got to see. I feel like this last fight with Mikey just like showed what this guy's about, which is he's he's just going to win. Um, uh, what what's the name of the character? Is uh, we all caught up? Yes, Izana. yeah, I've, I've I finished. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so, man, Izana is uh, uh, clearly superior to everybody in the area, and it's just like, oh boy. And he's he starts out strong against the fight with Mikey, and then at one point, Mikey just says, "You're not going to touch me again," mm. and he he oh. I have just got chills again. And he just train wrecks him. Like there's, there is not a world that Fred wins this. Now, let me say, I like Fred. Fred was a fun character and he had some cool moments and we did not get to see nearly enough from Fred. Mm. So maybe with more information, more background, more scenes, maybe it becomes more competitive. But what I know of both characters, Mikey, is going to destroy Fred. Cold. All right. I'm going with Fred. Oh, face, boys. I was hoping you would. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear your well, reasoning. Personal opinion. I don't think I like Mikey as much as you guys do. And I'm pretty sure oh, I know that. Don't I know that to be true. But anyway, I, uh, think I would agree with that. The, you you had named one of my biggest reasons there, Chest. Most of Mikey's fights have to do with an arrogant opponent that's not wait that's not out for that kick, and they just get smoked in the head and they they're down. And which I find annoying because it happens to everybody, except Izana. But anyway, I, Fred's not going to fall for that. Like you said, he's going to be on edge the mm-hmm. entire time. He's not going to gloat. He's not going to be arrogant. He's going to be on edge, ready for the fight. Um. And I think also Fred will be more, not a smarter fighter is not the word, but he'll be more of a ruthless fighter. It seems like in Tokyo Avengers, there's always kind of this rule on the street. You know, when people start using pipes, they're like, oh, that's kind of cheating. Or, you know, the first gun that gets shown, everybody freaks out because like, whoa, guns, that's not a thing in these hoodlum gangs. So Mm -hmm. I feel like. There's rules on the street. Mikey follows those rules. Fred's not going to follow those rules. Fred's going to take some cheap shots. Fred's going to do things to survive. Um, and with that, he's either going to win or he's going to withdraw. Mm. Those two things. He's not going to lose. 
So I'm, that's why I'm saying Fred's mm. going to win. What if Fred is fighting Prison Mikey? Prison Mike? <laughs> no, you just said. <laughs> As a Prison Mikey. But yes, I was, I was making a joke. Yeah. Prison Mike, yo, Prison Mike. Prison Mike, where did you learn what you've learned about prison? Internet. Internet. <laughs> so not prison. A prison, 50-50. <laughs> well, folks, those are all of our opinions. Those are all, whoa, all of whoa, our selections. Whoa. Are we not going to... I feel like we have a very good uh, difference of opinions here. Oh, with Fred and Mikey? Yeah. Yeah, you rebuttal, wanna, guys. What do you think? We want to oh. talk it out a little bit? Well, two out of three wins, so we won. No, that's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's your votes. Yes, <laughs> I am. I voted. <laughs> no, you know, I, well, go ahead. You, you well, no, I have less of a rebuttal, actually, and more of a, a comment, because uh, I think it's really funny. In Tokyo Revengers, it is funny how they absolutely, like, destroy each other. Everybody gets bloodied up. Someone, like, it, it, they, uh, they're just, like, killing each other, but not killing each other. And, yes, right. you're exactly right. Then all of a sudden, somebody apparently it's crossing the line when someone pulls out a pipe or yeah. <laughs> or something like that. It's like, whoa, whoa, man! We were just trying to beat the crap out of each other, not it's just the fun and games, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, so I do think that's funny. Uh, but that being said, I don't see, I, I I don't see Mikey not being able to overcome anything that Fred would do. I mean, unless he pulls out a gun, but then we could say that for any of these fights. Like, well, right. what if someone told mm-hmm. Like, just using what's available to them. I don't think My- Mikey's handicapped by any, like, moral. I was even willing to give Fred a knife, to be honest. Um, Bad I, eye. I, I think, I, I also think <laughs> one thing, Cole, just to flip to the other side, I don't think Mikey's going into this casually, the, the best way to put it. Um, like he showed up to fight and Mikey can fight. Like he's not all show and he's not all just one kick wonder. Um, hence why I reference when he was a kid, um, and he takes down multiple massive dudes. Um, because the first time he knocks out a, a dude in a crowd, it is that shock, but then the whole crowd usually swarms him and he's him and Draken are still just going to town. Um, and it, he backs it up. He does. He backs it up. Now, I didn't say he would be like stopped in his tracks after that first kick is over with. I'm just saying that's all. That's most of what I've seen is his kick to the head and that's it. Sure. And that first that first play would be nullified because Fred wouldn't he would dodge it or he mm-hmm. wouldn't even get close. Now, I'm thinking also, Fred, in, in that one scene in the alleyway, he's bouncing off of walls, jumping over. Th- he's a mover. Mm-hmm. Mikey's yeah, not really a right. Mikey's not that it's not that agile in comparison. The the thing is though, if Fred is gonna land anything that is not a gun, not projectile, he does have to get close eventually. I guess, yeah. But I see Fred as a precision precision striker. He would go for knees, he would go for joints, he would go mm. for ankles, he would he, like I said, he would play a little yeah. dirtier. Mikey's more about a finishing blow or you know, a body shot. That's fair. Well, I guess we'll have to watch and find out. So yeah. We'll just tune in to next time. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs>
if any of you that are listening are super good with AI, if you could just create a fictional universe where we can have all these fights, that would be phenomenal. Uh, until then, let us know in the comments uh, what you would have picked for all these matchups. If you disagree, if you agree, if you even just want to pick one of the fights, or if you just want to tell us, hey, it was gosh darn fun to play your versus Chun-Li in Street Fighter. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be happy to hear any and all of those. Mm -hmm. But uh, until next time, this is Three Dads talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when those three guys love guys having start having kids? Dads and so become fathers and each have kids went on the each separate ways what happens so you get three dads talking about anime three dads three dads talking about anime